What's up, everybody? This is Joe. And this is Chrissy. And welcome to The Married Life. Where we believe that it's never too early or too late to have an awesome marriage. That is correct. And you know what's awesome? When what? people give their lives to Christ. Yeah. No, I think it's awesome. <laughs> Why did you sound like that? <laughs> you know. thought I was going to say something else. Today, I did. Yeah. No, but today we're going to be talking about Kanye. Right. Such he, a hot topic in the media today. We thought we'd talk about it. Listen. And tie it into marriage somehow. There's something I... <laughs> yeah. Listen, no, he... How to have a great marriage. Do exactly what Kanye can do. Yeah. You know what? I was listening to him today. So I've been watching a bunch of interviews with him and stuff. And uh, I think it, it was on... Uh, carpool karaoke but it was airplane karaoke um and he was asked you know what does a, a night look like with him and kim he's like we put the kids to bed and she watches dateline and i read the bible and oh, i'm like praise god wow we're lame too like we're <laughs> lame like kanye and kim wow that's awesome we don't watch dateline but we watch the we're office and, yeah, <laughs> we watch the office at least <laughs> kim have you heard of netflix <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. You know, I think it's really interesting too that uh, I can walk through the house, listen to Kanye and Gwen say, I like that song, mm-hmm. you know, whereas yeah. before it's like, we wouldn't play that song. No. Jesus walks. Yeah. That was like the only one. I don't know if she's ever even heard that song. No, she hasn't. I don't know. But it, it's come full circle for me. So being someone who was a fan of Kanye when I was younger, like right. his first two, three albums, I really liked, but then he went off the deep end, you know? Off the deep end. Yeah. But now, hearing where he's at, and obviously just listening to his album, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it just gives glory to Jesus, you know, all throughout. I mean, the name of the album is Jesus is King, you know what I mean? Like, and then he talks more about Jesus than I feel like other Christian rappers do. And he's not even a Christian rapper. And I loved what he said on one interview. Jimmy Kimmel was asking him, he's like, so are you a Christian rapper now? And he's like, I'm just a Christian everything. You know, I love that. And that's so good. Yeah. And that kind of goes with our talk tonight Mm -hmm. about like, how does it look in your marriage as a Christian? Yeah, no, I think it's really good. I was listening to an interview. It wasn't an interview. This guy was just talking, but he was just kind of giving his, his feedback. Like on the street or at the bus stop or what guy are you talking about? He was like a corner preacher on the corner. No. Who are you listening to? You're like, oh, this guy at the gym. You know, the 70 year old guy at the gym. He was telling me about Kanye. Talking about Kanye. No. He was like, is that a drink? Is that a new drink the kids are drinking these? That Kanye? Anyways. And he just made some really good points. He was really critiquing the album. He was talking about Kanye's Sunday service and just a few other things. And I just thought it tied really good into marriage because, well, here's what he was he was kind of breaking down. He really wanted us to understand, and I think he was really talking to Christians, because Christians have been beating him up, and I think it's so wrong. Yeah. As Christians, like, when somebody gives, I don't care who it is, when somebody says, like, I'm a follower of of Jesus, it's like, much who have sinned, like, much grace abounds, like, all of, you know, if, if you haven't been, you know, given so much grace, like, you're not that grateful, you know what I'm saying? Like the more crap that you, I mean, it's like the, the Bible story when it talks about, um, the guy who was forgiven mm-hmm. of little versus my, and it's just like, he was forgiven of a lot. And then he had a debt exactly. that somebody owed him Sorry, and yeah. he was not going to forgive him. Thanks for right. making my thought complete. Yeah. So when we're out there just bashing him for just saying he loves Jesus, which when I say that, that sounds stupid. 
But what's he actually claiming? Like, what is Kanye claiming? He outright says, I am a born again Christian. Mm -hmm. I am a new person. I am regenerated. I'm a completely new person in Christ. And if you're not a Christ follower, if you're not a Christian listening to this, hopefully this explains some things. Mm -hmm. But in faith, he is saying, I am a completely new person. I am putting away my old and I am picking up something new. So for him to just voice that, you know, how do you, um, how do you judge him on his past when he's saying this, you know, right right now? Today I was listening and again, during carpool karaoke, he was being asked, you know, so what, what, what was this transformation? And he said, you know, when you're sleeping, when you're asleep, right? And then you, yes. right. You well, know. with kids, it's kind of confusing. So, but yes, I understand. <laughs> yeah. For the most part. If, yeah. For, for the men out there, we know when we're sleeping. The women, they're a little confused. <laughs> yeah, um, I know when you're sleeping too. <laughs> you fell asleep before me last night. I could hear you. And I was awake 30 minutes later. That's true. Kids are sick. Poor kids. Anyways, poor Chrissy. No sleep. Um, <laughs> he said that when you're asleep, you know, you're asleep. And then when you're awake, you know, you're awake. Right. And he said, I was asleep mm. and now I'm awake. And I mm. realized that. And then I loved what he said. It's because again, it's spiritual that Jesus says like he, he creates, we're new creations in him that he gives us life right. and that we're dead to our sins yep. until he gives us life. And he's like, and that's what I was. I was dead. I was asleep. Now I'm alive and I'm awake. I love that. I feel like sometimes as Christians, we get kind of Christianese and we say these things that people don't really understand, but he had no idea. Mm-hmm. And for him to like give that analogy is remarkable. Yeah. I really like it. But I want to kind of point out in Romans 5, 6 through 8, and I posted it this morning because it honestly touched me personally. It just made On me your personal Instagram or personal, at themarriedlife.us? Personal. Follow me at Chrissy Angelo. Um, it, it just really touched me personally because it kind of brought me back to like, I mean, I've been saved for about 15 years and y- almost half your life. You never want to forget, you know, but sometimes you do. And so this morning, it kind of brought me back. And so in Romans 5, 6 through 8, it says, For a while, we were still helpless. At the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. Mm -hmm. For rarely will somebody die for a just person. Though for a good person, perhaps maybe someone might even dare to die. But God proves his own love for us and that while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. Let's be honest. Kanye said and did some crazy stuff prior to this transformation. But like I said earlier, if Jesus can't save him from what he did previously, if Kanye makes this decision and Jesus can't save him from his past, good luck looking at the man in the mirror. Mm -hmm. He can't save you either. Mm You know, we can't compare, you know, what we've done in the past. Jesus died for it all. It says, yet while we were still sinners, sinners is sinners. It doesn't matter. Right. It, it all falls under one category. You're either not a sinner or you are a sinner, but we're all sinners. Yep. You know, there's nobody in the other category. Right. And so kind of to bring this around into your marriage has, there has been a black and white transformation in Kanye. Mm-hmm. You see a difference. He once was this, and now he is completely. He was asleep, yep. and now he is awake. You see it. Yep. 
has there been a point in your marriage, has there been, not marriage, in your life that you have given your heart to Jesus? I'm asking you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not asking you. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a new person in Jesus? Yes. (laughs) Has he changed your life? Can your spouse see it? Right. Because right now, everybody can see Kanye's transformation. Everybody sees it. And like what you were just saying is that let's not focus on his past because I hate it when people focus on my past. Heck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but God has changed me and has given me a new life. Same thing with him. And so, uh, honestly, I don't, I don't read into a lot of like the, I don't know, crap that people say about him. Like, I don't even know who would be talking crap about him except for the moron who was talking crap about Beth Moore also, you know, um, I can't even think of his name. Good. I don't want to say it cause I don't want people to look him nope. up. Um, nope. you know, uh, but I think that's just self-righteousness, yeah. you know, and saying I saying that my sin's better than yours. Yeah. And you know? we we're called to be humble, you know, like, man, I'm glad that our kingdom just grew, yeah. you know, by one person who's also putting out an album that's reaching millions of people. Yeah. That's amazing. But here's the thing. You can't, I'm not saying like perfection. Nope. Your spouse should be able to see this new creation that you have become. Yep. They should be able to see it. You're not perfect. Mm-hmm. You never will be perfect. You're never going to do everything and say everything the right way. But your spouse should see the sanctification process. Right. Sanctification meaning you're walking this thing out and this stuff is falling off. You mess up. You're like, ugh, forgive me. I apologize. You know, yep. you're, you're walking this process out. So I'm not saying it'd be perfect, but it should be black and white. There should be a line where this was your old life and Jesus is now in your new life and in your marriage. Yep. Can your spouse see that? Right. And I think what's important in marriage is because again, like your spouse should be your best friend, right? right? So we should be open to have that conversation of even how am I looking like Jesus? Yeah. Because that's our goal. I don't mm-hmm. want to look like Joe because Joe's a moron, you know? Yeah. You don't want to look like Chrissy. You want to look like you want to. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dummy. Um, but that pulls me to this. I mean, you just sent me this and I don't know if you sent me this on purpose i send you everything on purpose Mm, sure you do but it's matthew 5 14 through 16 and it's the message version and it says here's another way to put it you're here to be a light bringing out the god colors of the world god is not a secret to be kept he's going public with this as public as a city on a hill if i make you light bearers do you think i'm going to hide hide you under a bucket i'm putting you on a light stand now that I've put you there on the hilltop on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. I thought that was so good. And just like I, was, I said, you, you, your spouse should see it. Mm-hmm. Your spouse should see this light, yep. this awakening, yep. as Kanye puts it, yep. his awake state. Yep. In your life. And if your spouse can't see it, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, it should be it, because what really stuck out to me in there, if you read it again, the t- part where it talks about like this God light. Mm-hmm. What, what did that say? Can you read that? Mm-hmm. It was towards the top. 
It was towards the top. Here's another way to put it. Here's a light bringing out the God colors in the world. The God colors in the world. I just think of how, um, how, I guess when we see colors here on earth and not to sound weird, it's like, we obviously see colors, you know, but I, I believe that when we get to heaven, they're going to be so vivid. And so just like, I mean, amazing, like mm-hmm. colors that were like, Oh my gosh. And that's how we're supposed to look, you know, like before God, we were kind of dull, you know? And then when you give your life to Christ, it should just be this new color that's just radiating out of you, just, you know, beaming. And now I'm going to take it to kids because I'm just literally, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking of the movie Trolls. And, you know, towards the end where like their color fades because like they're about to die. Um, I know, sad. Um, But then, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then what's what's Poppy's boyfriend's name? What's Justin Timberlake's? Branch. Branch, okay. You know, he starts to sing and he, you know, is talking about you with the sad yep. eyes. Keep going. No. Okay. Um he's talking about being full of color, being mm-hmm. full of life, and that he loves her. You know what I mean? And like how that brings her to life. Um, and that color begins to come back. And it's the same thing in our life that when Jesus filled us and we see this love that he has for us, this mm-hmm. life that he has for us, this who he is, that should radiate in our marriage. Right. And we've said it multiple times, like, I mean, Jesus came to die, you know, like literally that was his mission to serve. And then it says in Ephesians for us husbands that we are to love our wife as Christ loved the church. And mm-hmm. how did he love the church? He died. died for the church. Yeah. And so we need to die. And there's plenty of times, guys, that I have to die to myself and I don't want to, you know, um, even when you were wrestling the kids tonight and I'm like, what do you want me to do? You know, like, because I'm like, I didn't want to ask that, but I want to serve you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I'm dying to myself, dying to my own comfort, dying to even thoughts that I want to say, right? You know, holding, you know, we talked about that, like sweet as honey, like we talked about last week, instead mm-hmm. of just letting it fly out like a rock and it's going to bust you up. Yeah. And so it, it's something that should be just vivid and out there in our marriage. Yeah. You know, it should be, you should be able to see Jesus in me and I should be able to see in you. This, again, this God light. Yeah. I think a lot of the, problems that we um talk with couples about or we hear like we hear from you guys we talked last week about somebody who who wrote us and a lot of it would if we could really get that part right if we could really get that relationship with jesus right Mm -hmm. you know and really dying to ourselves and serving our spouses and all that kind of stuff if we could get that right I feel like a lot of the problems in our marriage would kind of dissipate mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be such, maybe it, maybe it would be an issue and have to be like confronted, but it wouldn't be such a big problem. Yeah. You know? And because, I mean, we, we haven't even hit on issues on this podcast when it comes to like teenagers or pornography or addiction. You know, there's so many different things we haven't hit on yet mm-hmm. um, because a lot of the stuff we're not even there. We don't have teenagers. Well, I guess we kind of skipped that. We have a 22 year old now um, <laughs> since we adopted Kara. And we're learning that, you know, I mean, it's a big difference between having a two-year-old, a five-year-old, and now a 22-year-old. Like we're learning whole new parenting. So it's stuff that we haven't really hit on yet because we can't really like, hey, this is what we learned, you know, like, no, we're in the process, like help us out. We're trying to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Um, But even in the process of having these issues with teenagers that are rebellious, I was rebellious, you know, crazy, Um, having these issues of addiction or whatever, you know, different sin issues or different issues in your marriage that when you, what was that? Refrigerator. That scared me. <laughs> so loud in the headphones. <laughs> um, when you're having these issues, like you said, we should be able though to be 
able to talk to each other about this and say, hey, I'm seeing this in your life, yeah. you know? Um, I'm seeing your attitude. I'm seeing you're getting super frustrated with our teenager and it's it's messing up our marriage. Yeah. We, gotta, we gotta talk to each other or we gotta talk to somebody. Yep. Hey, I noticed you're working a lot of late hours and we're not spending so much time as I thought we were going to be. Like, let's look at our schedule, mm-hmm. you know? Um, again, just little like things that when we don't talk about, sometimes our light can just go out without us even knowing it because it can go out with, kid issues, work issues, mm-hmm. um, hidden sin, addiction, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. issues that we need to be open enough and let our spouse speak truth to us and yeah. see something and, and call it out in a loving way. Yeah. Cause that's when we're the most receptive when you say it lovingly, you yeah. know, not when you come in and you're pointing fingers and saying how much you suck, but when it's like, Hey, this is happening. You know, yeah. I've noticed that things are getting a little dim in this area. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. Yeah, no, that's so good. And that kind of brings me to our next point because a lot of the other scrutiny that's going on with Kanye, it's like, well, who's his mentor? Da, 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 da. Who's, who's whatever. Who's... It's actually Chrissy and I. <laughs> yeah. Got him on speed dial. Yeah. Um, but it's actually a really awesome man. And so he, his name is Adam Tyson and he is a, uh, I can't talk, a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching pastor out, I think, like, 30 miles out of uh, L.A., and I don't know how Kanye, like, came to his church or whatever, but he started going, he started hearing the word, and he started to disciple him, and he has Bible studies. I I was reading, one of them moved, either the pastor or Kanye moved to Wyoming, Mm. I don't feel like it's not Kanye so maybe it was the pastor but anyways they're flying back and forth I think Kanye recorded his album there I'm not sure in Wyoming I think so so maybe that was it so I was like reading up about it but anyways every Tuesday night they had a Bible study Kanye would fly in and then he would get back out Wednesday morning Mm -hmm. and so he was being very faithful yeah you know and for, for Christians who are trying to like beat him down like this is a man who loves God he he's teaching the word he's you know, been in the game for a really long time. He's not a weirdo. Like Mm -hmm. he loves Jesus and he's discipling Kanye. Mm -hmm. And so we have to trust that that's a process and it's going to look different for everybody. But that just made me think like, I'm challenging you as a listener. Who is your mentor? Who's pouring into you that much? Yeah. Are you that dedicated to a Bible study where you would fly in and fly out within 24 hours just to be a part of something? Are you that dedicated mm-hmm. to Jesus? Yeah. Are you allowing somebody to speak into your life as a Christian? Are you allowing somebody to speak into you as a spouse, as a father or a mother? Yep. Like who is in your life that you are going to allow to speak to you? I mean, just like you said, as your spouse, are you going to allow your spouse to speak to you and say, Hey, like this area is a little weird. Like yeah. what's going on? Somebody else other than your spouse should be doing that. Yep. You need to have somebody that's going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly yep. to make you better, yep. to make you a better Christian. It's discipleship. Yep. Um, me and my brother Ryan and Billy, we kind of do that where we are in a group chat and then we get together and we talk, you know, uh, we'll go through a book together. We talk about each other's wives. And the thing is, is like, uh, I think it's, I talk, Wait, you talk about me. Yeah. All good things. All good things. Oh, okay. Um, but it's like, I I talked to Mackenzie, seeing how Ryan's doing. Uh, Ryan talks to Nikki, and then mm-hmm. Billy, Billy talks to you. Me. You know, yeah. and because we want to know, like, hey, sometimes maybe my wife doesn't feel like she can have an open, you know, conversation with me because I get mad about something. So I'm gonna let uh, Billy 
directly speak to Chrissy and say, Hey, how's Joe doing? How's he doing spiritually? How's, mm-hmm. how's he doing as a guy? You know, how's he doing as a, as a husband, as a, as a father? Um, how's his attitude been? Is he, you know, upset about things? Is he, whatever it is, you know? And again, it's kind of like we are, I don't know. It's, it's like, we're, we're just, it's not like, I don't know. Sometimes when you hear the word accountability, it seems weird. Like someone's got like a porn issue or something, you know, it's yeah. like, like, no, no we just want mentoring. It is. It's like, we're, we are like mentoring each other because we want to get better mm-hmm. and to be able to have a group of people that you can talk to and say, Hey, I'm struggling in this. Can you pray for me? Hey, can yeah. we meet up? Hey, can we talk? Hey, I think I'm messing up with Chrissy on this. Hey, I, you know what I mean? And again, just knowing people that you can really have in your life and that are going to push you to be better. Even, uh, I have a couple guys that we're going through first Timothy together right now. And one of them today messaged me in first Timothy three, it actually gives the, um, attributes of like what it takes to be in church leadership. And he's like, man, I think he's like, I read this and I see you, you know, I was like, well, I struggle with this. Like one is like short tempered. One of them is, you know, and there was a couple other ones. Oh, like money hungry and stuff. I'm like, I could always use more money. You know what I mean? And there's something else. More shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) money for shoes. Um, and so anyways, I told him, I was like, you know, it's nobody's hitting that bar. So don't even like think because like I'm mentoring you that I'm like at this Superman Mm -hmm. level. Um, and then he even responded. He's like, you though, even saying that shows again, how you're still growing and Mm -hmm. wanting to get better. And it's so true. It's like when you just have that heart and I think pastor Dave and pastor Vanessa, our lead pastors have taught us that from the beginning that a disciple is a disciplined learner, Mm -hmm. you know? And when you are hungry to get better in marriage, in your relationship with Jesus, um, as a, as a father, um, as a mother, as a, as a boss, as an employee, whatever it is, when you are hungry to get better, people are going to come around you and they're going to want to put into you. I told, um, when our staff member, Sam, that, uh, recently, you know, we were meeting and stuff and I was telling him stuff and he's like, man, thanks for always taking time with me, blah, blah. I said, you know what? I actually enjoy pouring into you because I know that that cup has a bottom and you're getting filled. Where some people, it feels like you're just pouring in and they have holes in their cups and it's just running out. And it's kind of like, I'm, I know I'm just wasting my time. Yeah. And so as somebody who is being mentored, something that is good is to show your mentor, like I'm taking notes. I'm going to let you know how I'm applying this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to come back and ask you more questions after I show you I've applied it because again, nobody wants to give somebody homework and they come back and they ask for more homework. Well, Hey, did you do your last? No, but Hey, I want to do this now. I want to do this. You know, it's like, well, show me what you're doing that we've yeah. already talked about. Mm-hmm. And so again, one of those things in marriage, if you open up and just ask your spouse, what is something that you'd like to see me get better at than talking to, you know, a mentor or a close friend, whoever it is, a pastor and saying, my wife sees this in me. How can I get better at that? Yeah. Because sometimes we just don't know. And that's why we're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. You know, and don't be ashamed to ask somebody how to get better at something. Yeah. I mean, even when it came to starting a podcast, it's like, I didn't know how to start it, you know? And so I think I talked to Mike Signorelli and I think I just Googled a bunch of stuff, you know, and looked it up on YouTube. And so again, just don't make mentorship something that is so weird. Just know it's someone that's going to help you take that next step, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I think it's all about being vulnerable and like really humbling yourself. And that's honestly the hardest part. Yeah. Getting past your pride and all that kind of stuff. Once you get past that, I think you're all in the clear. Because here's the thing. We've talked about this before. Like once you have gotten to the point in your life where you feel like you've arrived, you lose. 
Like in any area of your life, if you feel like you've arrived in your marriage, in your job, there is always going to be somebody that's going to surpass you in mm-hmm. your job. They're going to be younger. They're going to be smarter. They're going to be more innovative. You're going to get stuck in your old ways, and that's when you're out. Yep. The same thing is with your marriage. If you feel like that you have arrived and you know everything and you don't need anybody's opinion, you don't need anybody to hold you accountable, you're going to slip and you're going to fall, and nobody's going to be there to help you be picked up. Yep. You know? And so... um, I think we should end there. I just feel like get past the pride, get past the humility. The more you do it, the more open you become with the little things. It doesn't have to be like the big weird things that you have to, you don't have to tell everybody things. Mm -hmm. Tell one person everything. Be vulnerable with them. Be humble with them. let, Let them speak the truth to you. Let the, it's going to be hard. I remember listening to this podcast before and I mean, his line just has stuck with me for years. I listened to the podcast eight years ago. It's when we started the church. Oh, wow. um, and he said, what's it like to be on the other side of me? And he's like, and ask somebody that your spouse, your mentor, your boss, whoever. And he said, they're going to tell you good things, but then they're going to say the hard things. He's like, and you have to take the hard things mm-hmm. because when you listen to the hard things, you're going to see these are the areas that I need to grow in because this is what it's like to be on the other other side of me. Yeah. You know? Well, we hope you were inspired by Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> we hope we taught you something a little bit about your marriage and loving Jesus. Yeah, go listen to his album. It's a worship album. Yeah. Oh, I really haven't listened to it yet. No. I need to. <laughs> me and Gwen listen to it oh, a lot. <laughs> Gwen, Gwen's heard the new Kanye album. Her okay. favorite track is God Is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this is Chrissy. And this is Joe. And this is The Married Life, where we believe that it's never too early or too late to have an awesome marriage. Peace. Everything that I felt, praise the Lord. Worship Christ with the best of your portions. I know I won't forget all he